You know, our rules as we parent can only go so far. I mean, you can set up rules. It's good to have them, but they're not going to change your child's heart the way God can. Uh, Now, that's a principle that you can apply to the technology use that your son or daughter has, and you'll hear more today. I'm John Fuller, here along with our Vice President of Parenting, Dr. Danny Huerta, and uh, let's go ahead and hear now from Jody Burnt. She's written and spoken a great deal on uh, the topic of praying for your child, and here she is with Jim Daly addressing how to pray for your kids when it comes to technology. Jody, welcome back to Focus on the Family. Thank you so much. So fun to keep talking. <laughs> so good to see you. Um, when we think about praying for our children, one of the big concerns for parents, and I've experienced this, is kind of the explosion of technology. One, it keeps us so busy and distracted. And then, of course, it's simply the influence of all of it. Uh, your children, they're grown now, but uh, how much did tech affect your parenting and how did you pray for your kids to either manage it well or what did you do? Yeah, yeah well, you just hit on one of the reasons we wanted to update this book because when I wrote the book 20 years ago, kids in technology basically came down to something that was new called MySpace. You know, there was no Facebook, no Instagram, no texting, no Snapchats, none of all these things. It's amazing to think there once was a time. There once upon a time, I know. Um, But, you know, uh, Andy Crouch wrote that great book, The TechWise Family, and in it he says uh, that technology is the number one reason why parents think that raising kids today is more complicated than it was in the past. And I I think it is true. Mm -hmm. Um, Partly for what you said, all the distractions, you know, the easy everywhere access of anything. Of course, the fear we have of our kids being exposed to unwanted content, whether it's pornography or anything else, bullying. Um, There's a lot of fear that comes with technology. And yet, it's there. It's going to be part of our family's life. It's going to be part of our kids' lives. So I think we need to know how to manage it and how we need to pray about it. And so, yeah, that was one of the reasons when I was looking back over the 20-year-old book and I thought, huh, MySpace, we need to, we need to update that. So we did. Well, as you're talking with parents in the, the counseling and consulting mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. do, I mean, what are you hearing? Counseling and consulting. You make me sound really good. Oh, yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> but, you know, when you're talking with them about where they're at, those that right, do have right. teenagers today, yeah. you know, my kids, yeah. are I, they're right at the tail end, a yeah. 20 and 18-year-old. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it, it is something you have to think about. Probably right. in times past, you didn't have to pay attention to that. Sure. But it puts pressure on us as parents now to be praying for our mm-hmm. kids, to manage these things sure. wisely. Yeah. And we got to teach them how to do that. Absolutely. And, of course, you know, there are the smart things you do, putting filters on your home computers sure. and managing screen time and all that. But I think parents can fall into a couple different camps. Sometimes we can be so frightened of it that, you know, we kind of hit lockdown mode and a little bit like keep your helmet on and hope your kids get through without permanent damage. Or we can say, you know, it's just out there and uh, our kids are going to be exposed. So it is what it is. I think the best parents uh, recognize that, that the technology is out there. It's part of our kids' world. So let's manage it wisely and let's pray about it wisely. And one of my favorite prayers. I have a couple of them, actually. Job 1.10, Satan and God are talking, and, and they talk about a hedge of protection around Job. And I pray a hedge of protection around my kids that God would just put that there so that some of the evils of technology don't penetrate. Mm. So that's sort of the defensive prayer, that Job 1.10. But then I also really think it's important for parents to pray offensively. And I love um, Philippians 4.8, 
which says, and I'm not going to quote it correctly, but it talks about what we need to think about. Think about whatever is noble, whatever is pure, whatever is excellent, whatever is praiseworthy. I pray that my kids would be drawn to that stuff. Now, when when I was young, growing up, my dad had a little... um, it's from the Psalms. Uh, it said, I will set before my eyes no vile thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had taped that on top of the television set. And that was, you know, in my growing up days, that was technology, what you're watching on TV. And I would pray that same thing. You know, Lord, don't let them look at anything vile. Some translations say worthless. Don't put it before their yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that offensive uh, yeah. posture. How how important is it for your kids to realize that they are going to have choices out there? Yeah, yeah. And that goes back to the wisdom conversation we had uh, on the earlier show, just that we want our kids to have that discernment and that wisdom, because it is going to be out there, and we're not always going to be with them to say, hey, don't look at that, don't do that. And even if we have filters on our home devices, they're going to go to a friend's house where uh, things are accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, if our kids have phones, you know, the, I, I have one friend whose son, and this is just precious, that they, this was a teenage boy, and the parents were very concerned about what he was going to be exposed to and and how much limits, you know, they should place and that kind of thing. And uh, he asked them to take a search engine off of his phone after a little while. He realized that it was not leading him anywhere good. And so he said to his parents, you know, let's get rid of that app. And to these parents who'd been, as we all can be, kind of in the pit of fear of what if and yeah. it's out there, to have a child make that wise choice right. was just so much bigger than the technology issue because it spoke to the wisdom issue. And I think we want to, to your point, um, pray for our kids to have that wisdom. Danny, uh, as your kids reached the teen years, you had some conversations with them about technology. Share some of your perspectives and how some of that went. Yeah, technology is in itself not bad, and I've told them that. It's a tool. It's it's a tool. It's something that can be used for good. Uh, it also is a business, and they're being trained to be consumers. There's a blitz of invitations. And what we talked about is the intersection between our heart and our soul and what comes through the technology that, be- that can become an issue. What, what are the temptations you've got? Knowing and being self-aware of those and also being open about that is important in developing trust around technology. The main thing that we talked about was trust in that technology's a privilege and not a right. And they needed to start off with that. That's our starting point. Okay. And from, from there, we talked about a contract to keep accountability and trust going as they're growing in freedoms mm-hmm. from technology into driving, dating. It just continues to go as far as painting the picture for them as, as they're gaining freedoms. The common thread is trust and openness honesty with each other. And so letting them know it's not just about technology. It's not that I don't trust you. I don't trust our human nature Mm -hmm. with the fact that technology is designed and entertainment's designed to take us one way or another. And the more we keep coming back, the better it is. That's the win. Do we have self-control? Do we bring the fruit of the Spirit? Do we bring wisdom into those invitations that we get through that technology and, uh, yeah, some great conversations about observation as well. How do you see it impacting the people around you? And let's talk about that. The more open they were to conversations, I would tell them, the more trust we have. Because then I know you're not trying to – you don't see it as a right. And then you're also willing to have a teachable heart with it as as we imperfectly make it through yes. this. Okay, so the uh, 
The big question lots of parents struggle with, I know because they call us and they ask us here at Focus on the Family, is how soon should I have those conversations with my child about tech? Yeah, from an early age, because technology surrounds us. It's not just a phone now. I mean, it's it's everywhere, even in homes. You have a smart home, and now you're playing smart music device, off of the yeah. devices. It's it's around us. I think it's important to talk to kids about technology. It's purpose. It's good in the bads and the temptations to that. And uh, when you're talking phone and smartphones, hey, just because something's common doesn't make it good. You need to figure out what's best for that specific child, their personality, the trust, the relationship you have. And then there isn't a perfect age, but the more mature they are, the better it is as far as just their brain development. I've seen parents give toddlers phones. Yeah, oh, yes. Very uh, very common to see that in a store. And, and what ends up happening is it stunts their executive functioning, their ability to have self-control mm-hmm. and make wise decisions. Why would we do that? Really, it's out of convenience. And so we need to pull back and figure out, is this more because I, I, I think it's a good time or because it's convenient for me as a parent or I don't want to have conflict? Ooh. And uh, you, you really need to lean into the parenting side yeah. of your role. And that, that can be – it can be tough, but hang in there. And it's worthwhile because kids – can figure it out. Conversation, board games, other things that they can do. Yeah. There's so much here. We know that there's uh, a lot of angst and uh, energy about technology. Um, I want to just reflect back on something that Jody said uh, in the clip we heard, and that is she's aware of and has some scriptures to pray about technology use by our kids. So uh, look for Jody's book, which has those scriptures. It's called Praying the Scriptures for Your Children. Uh, so many encouraging ideas for interceding on behalf of your kids. Um, we'll link over to it in the episode notes. We would ask you to consider a donation to the ministry. Uh, we'll send that book as our thank you when you support the ministry of Focus on the Family. Uh, we have so many different resources and helps for parents. We uh, literally reach around the world. And so please uh, donate today and we'll send that book to you. You'll also find the entire conversation with Jim Daly and Jody Burnt linked in those show notes as well. Next time, we'll hear from Dr. Meg Meeker um, about talking with your daughter about healthy sexuality. For now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Good parents aren't perfect, and that's okay. But there are ways you can grow every day. Focus on the Family's Seven Traits of Effective Parenting Assessment gives parents an honest look at their unique strengths, plus some areas they could use a little help. Every mom and dad can help raise the next generation of healthy, mature, and responsible children. And this assessment will help get you started. Take the assessment at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash 7Trades. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com slash 7Trades.